I come from a poor family, yeah, yeah. We ain't never had a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Lord been good to us, yeah, yeah. Now we riding on the top, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Richie. Yeah, let's do it. Wednesday morning, we are back in this on the boat. What on is the boat? The boat is Builder of All Things Podcast, guys. Yeah. And we'd like to welcome you this morning on a beautiful Wednesday. It's a work day. We're uh, bright and early here. It's about 7.45-ish uh, a.m. How are you feeling, Richie? Oh, I'm feeling great. Um, I'm ready for the questions. I want to be able to um, just open the door and talk about the deeper things of ATN and uh, looking forward to the new questions. And thanks, thank you guys for watching and listening to the podcast and uh, look forward to answering some questions. Yeah. So, guys, we just want to remind you, uh, our format is kind of we, we go over three uh, basic uh, subjects, which is business, uh, faith, business and construction. And so... We're going to dive right in. Uh, Let's so do it. The first question, Richie, is going to be, as a Christian, uh, how do you feel about firing an employee? And I know just firing an employee is already... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a, I want to say a daunting task, but it's it's just hard, you know? Yeah, we get in... You're, as a business owner, any business, you're going to hire and let people go. And um, it's definitely hard to let people go. A little bit easier in the beginning, like first 10 days. or We do have a process in place for carpenters where you have... Uh, 10 days to perform. Um, unfortunately, what we do, it's kind of like the NBA basketball. Not that it's contract, but it's performance based. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a skill level carpenter. And during an interview, you could talk a great game. But uh, when you get out on the court, you know, are your shoes tied? You know, do you know how to uh, use fundamentals and do you know how to shoot the ball? I mean, we're talking about construction here, but right. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember as a Christian, you know, and how to handle this as a Christian owner and a business uh, can be a struggle because um, we want to show grace at all right. times. And, you know, when you're dealing with somebody's livelihood, their job, they have family, they have kids, mm. that starts really tearing at the heart. It's not that easy just to say, hey, man, you're not working out. <laughs> you know, it's uh, right, right. Um, it can be uh, really hard to do because now we're talking about life, you know. And so um, we do have some processes in place where, you know, or policies that mm. um, just like any other company, uh, you know, we have rules and things that you got to follow. And uh, sure. when those things aren't followed through, you know, there's talk warning suspension and let go but uh yeah going back to the first time i really had to let somebody go man mm -hmm. that's the hardest thing you know but um after prayer uh and going through some scripture god showed me something and i love to share that today and give it a little insight to other business owners and give you a little bit more confidence level mm -hmm. of how to handle those situations and knowing it's okay yeah. it's okay to let somebody go um mm -hmm. So first thing that I think every business owner should do is pray if they should show grace or prune, you know, so you, the two are very valuable, uh, you know, methods, you know, you can show grace, which is very powerful, or you can prune, which is very powerful for the company. Mm. Meaning when I say prune, that's like a tree, you know, that has some branches that need to be cut so it can grow some more. Right. Um, so now that's easier said than done, right? You're face to face with the person and you got to let them go. So I'm going to share a story um, in the Bible that God had placed in my heart and showed me that really kind of gave me that confidence to know, hey, it's okay to do this because 
sometimes letting somebody go, yeah, it may not feel like good. It may not, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case may be, but as long as it's for a healthy reason, right. um, know that two things. Um, if you're pruning, let's just go down that direction. If you're pruning, that could be good for your tree, but also for theirs. Right. You know, like yeah. they it may not look good or feel good now, but maybe trust that whatever that person is in their life, um, obviously whatever decisions they made or the performance level they're at, there's probably something better for them. Mm-hmm. So knowing that. But going to the scripture, um Moses. Let's talk about man, my man Moses. I keep picking <laughs> on Moses. Mo. Last mo. podcast we picked on Moses a little <laughs> bit, but uh, Sorry, Moses, wherever you are. I don't mean to pick on you, but um, Moses, again, was this, like, you know, he was uh, called by God. Just give a little story. People don't really know too much about Moses, but he was called, you know, he was raised up in Egypt to be second in command, and then he left, and then God, he met God, and then he was called to come back because he found out his people were the slaves, so he came back to pull the slaves out by the, you know, God just got his back and all that, so Mm. he pulls the slaves out, and uh, they're headed, like, they they got out, right? Mm -hmm. So they're not slaves anymore, they're free, and they're following Moses because Moses got the direct connect with God, right? And so everybody looks at Moses like, man, you're the man, like kind of like I shared in the last podcast, (laughs) so... Um, so Moses, uh, basically has that direct connect with God. And so these people that were slaves and now free, they're out in the wilderness and they're hungry, they're thirsty, and they're like, they feel a little abandoned because, yeah, we were slaves and we're working hard, but we have food and water. Mm-hmm. You know, so Moses is like, all right, I'm gonna go talk to God because I'm the guy, you know, so I'm gonna go. <laughs> so he goes, he talks to God. And, um, this whole time, God, uh, Moses has displayed his power through a staff. Mm-hmm. So God had used his staff to do certain miracles. So everyone looked at the staff like, man. You know, Moses and that staff, there's something with that, right? He spread the Red Sea, he turned staffs into snakes. I mean, he did everything with his staff. So God wanted to show a different way of power at the time. And it was, I want you to speak to this rock and then water will flow. So you guys can have your water. Mm -hmm. And Moses disobeyed. He struck it with the staff again. So there was a disconnect right there and not following a policy. (laughs) Yeah. Right. He he yeah. decided to still do his own thing because he knew it worked before. So this is in Numbers 20, mm. you know, and uh, the book Numbers, Moses ended up striking the rock with a staff. And so Moses came or God came to Moses and pulled him to the side. It was like, hey, man, my policy was <laughs> I just put in the new policy that you got to strike or you got to speak to the, the rock, not, yeah. sh- not and- strike it with the staff. They were headed to this land that God was promising them. You know, and so that's what kind of the journey was, was looking for this promised land and Moses was leading them. Mm-hmm. And then, but when he disobeyed God and, and struck the rock with the staff versus speaking to it, God basically said, Hey man, you're not going to see the promised land. Yeah. You're the, all the people, they're going to go, but you're, you're not going. <laughs> he fired Moses. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I'm like, wow. He let, go. <laughs> he let him go. He was like, I'm sorry, man, but I got. I'm gonna bring in somebody new. You know, yeah, his yeah. name is Joshua, and he's gonna lead them in. So he's got to like, work uh, the rest of his term, and but not go to the new location. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, you gonna, you know, you're gonna finish your week, two weeks, but yeah, yeah I gotta let you go, man. Yeah. Um, but that just showed me, man, if Moses can get fired and let go, you know, but 
you know, there's an encouragement and a confidence there knowing that even as a Christian owner that you don't just keep people on to show grace. Mm-hmm. That's not always mm-hmm. the meth, the method, right, okay. to grow as a company, <laughs> yeah. right? So, but I think it's very important to kind of end this is uh, always pray if you should show grace or prune and mm-hmm. let God lead that and then uh, ultimately know and have confidence if you let somebody go. Um, it can't. It can be uh, God led. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yo, shouts out to Prince of Egypt. You, Prince of Egypt, is like is one of my favorite animated. For real? Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Tiffany, my wife, Tiffany loves that. Culture. Yeah, it's yeah. so. It was so good. Awesome stuff, Richie. Thank you so much. Uh, we're gonna head into our business section, which is what is ATN secret to success. Now, oh. before before I start, um, before I came on, uh, mm. one of the guys who was telling me about ATN, uh, shouts out to Michael Hardy, he yeah. was telling me, you know, ATN is one of the fastest growing uh, companies in the US. And I was just like, you know, that's cool. In my mind, I was like, yeah, that, that, that's cool and all, but I, I got to have a conversation and see what they're like. <laughs> <laughs> After a couple months working here, Man, we're grow. I can see it firsthand that we're growing. You know, mm-hmm. um, we're we're hiring more people. Um, we need we need carpenters. Yeah, um, constantly. It's like as soon as we need three, we hire three. We need three more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of like the the uh, on the micro level how we're growing. But I'm yeah. sure, uh, uh, why, uh, in a macro level, there's you know goals that Richie wants to set. But yes, we uh, ATN is uh, rapidly growing. Yeah. Um, so what's the secret to ATN success? Um. I think I, I would have to define what success is because um, a lot of people can look at that differently. Uh, we are the, one of the fastest growing construction companies in the nation. And, and why do we even say that is the Inc. 5000, you know, uh, came out last year and um, we were in the top thousand of all businesses. We we're, I think, mm. 800 something fastest growing business in the America, in the nation and um, construction in our category, we were number 38. So mm. we we're top 50 uh, fastest growing construction companies in the nation, which is just crazy. And that just gives back to what I was saying, all glory to God. And that's what I want right. to talk about as far as success is not, oh, can we be the fastest company or the largest company or uh, mm. the highest revenue or, you know, people look at success on those ter- uh, certain levels, but um, for us, success is when God gets the glory again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I'm going to ta- talk about three things, I guess, to uh, what our success is. And um, what we've learned lately when we're hiring people yeah. is um, we're looking for an ideal team player. So we're looking for somebody who's hungry, smart, and um, hungry, smart, and humble. Hungry, smart, humble. Yeah. So we just started this uh, program where we look for somebody who's hungry, smart, and humble. And it identifies, those three things identify strongly with the the elements me and Tiffany use as part of measuring our success. Mm. Um, I would talk, it's all Proverbs 21. That's always been our scripture uh, to uphold us in the business and how to measure our success. So mm. I'm going to go through it real quick. Yeah. Uh, Proverbs 21 1. Uh, I call it the heart of the king. This is the uh, the element that follows or uh, falls under um, humble. Mm. Um, the king's heart is a stream of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he will. Um, so what that is 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 what you are basically in somebody's boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <go ahead. laughs> Pun intended. So you're in somebody's boat, but 
a stream and a river, it already has its destination. Mm. You're not in an ocean where you can go where you want. You know, a lot of business-minded people and owners think they're in an ocean and they're gonna they're gonna call the shots and go where they want to go. That's fine. I'm not in an ocean. We're yeah. not in an ocean. We're in a stream. We're in a river. Mm. We it a river already has a destination. So the success, how people measure in an ocean is where are they going to land? Where where is the boat going? Right, For us, right. the boat's only going one direction. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. So success for me in that would be: is the boat moving? Number mm, one. Mm. And when you're in the hand of the Lord and it's guiding you wherever you want, wherever He wants you to go, that's right. to me is a measure of success. That's trusting the boat. That's trusting mm. the hand, right? That takes you where you're going to go. And I think as a business owner. That should be your heart. That should be your stature. Stature in everything you do is mm. trust. Right. Trust. You know, I'm going to trust the Lord in everything we do. So that's number one. Proverbs 21 um, mm. is trust the Lord, and, and and trust is humble. So when we're hiring people, um, when we're doing different things, we look for humility, mm. and just to be the ideal player for somebody on the boat, you got to be able to trust your leadership. You got to be able yeah. to trust all the way, you know, all the way through the processes, the procedures, and policies. You got to trust our methods. You got you got to be able to trust, and because we're as owners trusting that we're on the boat on this stream and I'm not worried about the destination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just worried about keeping the boat moving and then mm. it only moves if you're trusting. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's number one. Yeah. <laughs> number two uh, is also Proverbs 21 is uh, hungry. So I said humble, hungry and smart. So hungry will fall under this. Uh, what is hungry to me? It's, it's diligence. Um, diligence mm. is a very strong word is if you can trust, that's one thing, but number two, do you have the hunger to, uh, be diligent in everything you do? Diligent is like the opposite of lazy, mm -mm. <laughs> right? It is. It's yeah. like, you got to do it, um, and move forward in, in certain things. So the scripture is this one in Proverbs 21, 31, the horse is made ready for the day of battle, but victory rests with the Lord. So what I love about this is it's saying you're about to go to a battle <laughs> and your job is to get everything ready for yourself to go to war and get on that horse and then do what you do to get them going and yep. to move forward. Right. Yeah. But the victory is of the Lord. So what that really says to me is we have to do everything we know to do. Right. You right. can't just sit back. Like I've already, I've already, you know, people say, uh, you know, God knows all things, does all things that I can just sit back and he's going to take care of all things. But, <laughs> you know, this scripture is very important because uh, God's not going to fight the battle. He's going to be the he's going to win the battle. So, yeah, he is going to fight the battle. Let me back up. He will fight the battle for you. But mm -hmm. you need in order to get that victory, you need to straddle the horse, yeah. get on it and get the thing moving. And then yeah. God will take care of the rest. So. I do. I'm a big firm believer in diligence. Uh, being hungry at all times means do everything you know to do, mm. you know, um, and then God will take care of the rest. I'm looking at the uh, word diligent here on a dictionary, Ox Oxford Dictionary, and it's uh, it says having or showing care and consciousness 
in one's work or duties. Mm. So that's exactly what you're talking about is having that consciousness of knowing what to do and looking ahead and no, just knowing your, your skill set and knowing what you're supposed to be doing at the moment. So that's super good. Yeah, it is. It's very important. Um, I always remind myself because Solomon, who is a king, and right? And the mm-hmm. heart of a king is in the hand of the Lord, like I was just sharing. Solomon was a king and he used the word diligent a lot. Like, I mean, it was very important. He was one of the most successful kings in the Bible. So just looking at, like, if you want to look at his success story, is yeah. what did he do? And it was, he was diligent. So he knew, he did everything he knew to do, but he knew the Lord would take care of the rest. So maybe so, that's a part of the road of being the wisest as well. It <laughs> Solomon is. is the one. It is. Yeah. It's, uh, if you're a business owner and you want the secret to success, when you're sitting there, what can I do next? You know, what, what is something I can, what's the application is I'm sitting at my computer and I got a bid to send, you know? Yeah. Okay. So send it. Don't wait till tomorrow. <laughs> right. You know, do it. What do I got to do to send the bid? I got to actually do this, finish this estimate. What are those things that pop up in your head that you know you need to do? Don't ever put them aside. Laziness is your enemy. You know, Yo, so l- l- let me pause there. Cause uh, this is like one of Richie's strengths. I don't know if he'd he'd uh, uh call it as a weakness but i think it's super cool that richie just like just ups and goes like with anything if he like he has a bunch of ideas uh for atn and collectively uh, atn has a bunch of ideas and like there's no there's no real there's there's a sense of uh, uh direction and where we want to go and a little bit of planning but he just like Ups and goes. It's that ADD, man. Yo. It's that awesome, diligent dude, you know? No. <laughs> there, there's so many instances where I was just like, um, he tells me an idea and, and I'm like, okay. In my head, I'm like, okay, we'll probably plan next week. And he comes in like with the item to that, that supports the idea and let's, let's just go, rock. Let's, let's go. go. Get the horse ready for battle. Now you'll you see that scripture up on our wall. You'll get it. It's uh, it's very powerful, man, to know never like let things go. You mm-hmm. know, um, if it's coming to you, obviously you got to, um, you know, control energy levels in certain times of the day. You don't just keep keep going because rest is very right. important. So that's yeah. another subject. But um, while you're within your eight hour day, mm-hmm. give it your all. You're working for uh, God, not man. You know, but that will bless man. You know, so mm. or human. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, diligence is very important. I think. And in the last one, also in Proverbs 21, mm-hmm. um, just to capitalize on this. So we we're talking about um, humble, hungry, and smart. So smart is is a level of capacity of what you can do in your trade or in your job. Mm-hmm. And smart uh, to me also is uh, where we find our level of success. If you want to know the secrets of success, I, I wouldn't want to say it's uh, integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, integrity. So the scripture in Proverbs 21, 6 says, the getting of treasures. So that's like success to somebody, right? The getting yep. of treasures uh, by a lying tongue is a fleeting vapor and a trap to destruction. So all this is in Proverbs 21. Uh, so this is my little secret sauce to success is uh, this is, yeah, you can be smart on the level of lying your way or cheating your way or bullying your way mm-hmm. into uh, success in the measures of getting treasure. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you have high revenue. Maybe you're the fastest growing company. Maybe you have all these things that you think are successful, but if you lie, just way into it that's a road to destruction and Mm -hmm. uh or if you you know did these things with the lack of integrity um it's a road to destruction so for me i think the smartest thing anybody can do is uh have integrity to the in your business to the degree of 
when how you fill out a, a receipt for your taxes, how you mm-hmm. um, yeah, when you're yeah. signing a check or when it's time to pay taxes, pay them. You know, we'll probably somebody will ask a question about that later. But um, how you deal with everything behind the scenes, uh, have integrity levels. And it's hard. I get it. It's hard to pay your taxes when the IRS wants it. Right. But I can promise this when you're honoring God in everything and especially things like paying taxes on time, you'll be surprised that God has the stream already set. Right. Right. So you don't have to worry about is is it the the money going to be there for your taxes it will be but you have to make sure the boat's moving yeah you know yeah. and have integrity through that in order to keep that boat moving that's mm. integrity and diligence um working together and um i think that's like our most valuable asset is me and tiffany as owners we fight to have integrity at every degree all the way down to installing a screw yeah. if the if as a builder if it says you know, put a, a fastener every eight inches. Don't put it at every 10. <laughs> put it at every eight. Right. You right. know, that's integrity, even on the installation level. So um, not saying we don't make mistakes. We're trying to go fast and maybe nine and a half inches. Right. <laughs> right? But mm-hmm. as much as you know and pay attention to, try to fight for integrity at every level. And the boat will move faster and faster. And that's a, um, and that's it. So that's my my antidote, I guess, or my secret to success yeah. is, uh, number one, get on the boat in the stream, trust, uh, and then have diligence, yep. uh, knowing that the victory is already the Lord's and, number, and the last would be integrity. Mm. Um, and while you're on the boat, enjoy the journey because you're not worried about the destination. So enjoy the view, right? While right, you're on right. the boat, enjoy the view. <laughs> like just, just relax, enjoy the the view, you know, you're working hard getting that, that boat going, but enjoy it. Enjoy the breeze. Enjoy the sunsets, the sun rises. Enjoy the clients you work with. Enjoy your workers and have fun. If you're not having fun, don't do this, you know. So. That's right. Yeah, it's a rough uh, realization when <laughs> when you know you're not having fun at work. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, there's things to consider, but um, all things considered, yeah, that, that should be, uh, you know, <laughs> one of the things that, that are identify, you know. Yep. Whether you're in the right place and at the right time. And I always say that to our employees, enjoy the journey, mm. you know, enjoy the journey. That's, that's, I, we have these meetings every um, Thursday morning with our lead carpenters and I keep sharing with them. Enjoy it. Like 630 in the morning and the sun's rising and you're smelling wood and drinking coffee. Like just <laughs> breathe in and say, wow, I'm blessed. Right. 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 For this opportunity. Right. So enjoy the journey. One of the things I want to sprinkle on, on the integrity part is that, um, Yes, uh, the, the owners of this company do fight for integrity and they also give uh, people the chance to show integrity. And so one, one example I could give out is that, um, you know, if I'm clocked in and I ask Richie, Hey, is it, should, should I, you know, clock out at this time or this time? Because I was traveling, you know, and, uh, he told me, you know, uh, just whatever you think is right, then go, go, uh, do that. And so giving a chance to, to, to grow in that area is also important because if you don't have a chance to grow that integrity, then um, you kind of stay at a level where, uh, you know, it might not be good. And so I think that's a, uh, that that's really awesome for the owners to Richie and Tiffany to give a chance to, for people to grow, not just in the integrity part, but in many ways uh, they, they, they give us the opportunity to grow. So yeah. That's so good. business, business success. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, we're going to head into construction part now. So our third, our third segment of the podcast. And 
Um, so this question is generally, how did you get into carpentry? Wow, I love it. Thank you, <laughs> uh, Richie. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, how I got into carpentry is uh, it started in church. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm 24 years old. I'm in the mainland uh, in my hometown, Peoria, P-Town, River City. Peoria. Yeah, River City. Oh, I, every time I say that, my wife teases me, but <laughs> why? I don't know why, but that's how we're <laughs> from the River City. We're a city close to the river, south of Chicago, and that's what we're called. So P-Town, ah, we'll give you some love. East Coast. Peoria. I, I didn't know this. Yeah, so I'm, oh, it's a, a cent, uh, Midwest. Oh, mid- Midwest. Midwest. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm in Peoria. Tiffany's with me. It's uh, about February ish, I think. Maybe going to March. So, winter's just about to end. This is uh, I'm not gonna give the year because then you're gonna know how old I am. <laughs> um, but you know, I honestly didn't know about this world, which is crazy. At 24 years old, I mean, I I painted houses in high school. You know, um, I did some other jobs like. Uh, tasseling corn and some weird kind of jobs like that i say weird because you don't see that out here (laughs) here, yeah yeah, but uh you know um i just this guy uh my mom approached this guy or i guess i was talking to a guy at church and he was a project manager at this place called legacy homes Mm. and he said hey you're a big kid you know six foot three uh uh you know could use you out there on the on the field doing some like a labor for some carpentry you, yeah. like, you ever did anything like this and i'm like uh nope <laughs> so he's like hey here's my card you know if you're interested show up at 7 a.m on monday at this mm. address and so all right it's called legacy homes i still have that business card oh that's crazy yeah so it's crazy uh he he basically just said if you show up you got a job and i'm like well, I needed a job. Well, I had another job. I always had this rule of thumb. Like, uh-huh. I always want to make sure I had a job. If the next one could pay more, I would take it. So I would just grow. <laughs> Even if the work was... Yeah, I just... I was looking to grow financially at the time. So Got that was it, always yeah. my rule of thumb. Well, I mean, if it was a good fit too, you know, yeah, uh, ultimately, yeah. Uh, ultimately, it's not just jump because it's more money. Right. But, right. but that's a big uh, consideration. Yeah, yeah, big consideration. Yeah, so sure. um, it was more money than the job I was I had. So mm-hmm. um, I took it. Kind of was like, I'll do it. And I, so I let my other job know I'm done and went to this new job in the morning. I show up and it was like probably just a framed home, no siding, no anything, just all wood and had like 10 guys there. Um, and I was just like, what is this world? Like, I've no, I don't know this world. Like, I just thought houses were yeah. just grew on trees right, right. <laughs> i didn't realize people constructed them, you know, and that sounds yeah. like so naive, but I was, I was just like, Wait a minute. That's right. Yeah, people do build houses. Yeah. I mean, I know that, but I just never was like interested in it. I was like a sports guy in high school. I was yeah. all NBA, NFL, and I was all into, you know, that kind of thing. So when I seen construction workers, I was just like, oh, wow, that's right. You know, this is how it is. So I was like a kid in a candy store, kind of like, wow, this yeah. is like kind of cool, right? So yeah. there's this guy, he's, I think he's about one year older than me. He was 25 years old. He pulls out these blueprints, which is like three feet long paper. You know, I was just like, what is, how come yeah. it's so big? <laughs> so, All of these things you're talking about, I'm, I remember, I'm remembering freshly on my first, uh, uh, 
site. Yeah. Because I same thing. I haven't been in a construction site, and I see them uh, pouring. That was the first day I, we filmed on site, like pouring. And I was like, oh, this is how they do. Yeah. And there I was, you know, 24 years old, big huge blueprint. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy rolls it out. I'm like, okay, he's like the labor guy because it has all these like. 40 50 year old guys surrounding circling him and yeah. they're making him open up the blueprint <laughs> and then he starts telling everybody what to do yo that's he's like crazy. reading the blueprint and he's like all right you're gonna go here you're gonna go here and then this and everybody just takes off yeah and then he rolls it back up and starts walking i go up to him like hey my name is richie i'm i'm the new guy you know um how do you even know how to read those mm. like i'm looking at that it looks like another language and he said, I went to school for four years and I get to tell all these older guys what to do. <laughs> I was like, oh, so I was like looking up to him. I like, I want to be him. Yeah. Not to tell people what to do, but I thought it was so cool how advanced he was at his age. Right. And so I was interested on like, how do you even know how to do this? So he was like, oh, you go to school. And I was like, so that really imprinted on me. Um, but that's where I started construction was there and had a great experience uh with that company we've i built um got i had the opportunity to build um many homes because they did um a lot of uh, uh module homes where they're like you know homes that are pre-built you come and set them and yeah um okay. we're able to knock out a home in like three weeks there's nothing on the land bring in some cranes and some fabricated homes set them frame some stuff and move on and then yeah. so we did a lot of those and it was a great experience after been doing that for about a year uh we ended up moving back to the islands when i was uh 25 and i joined the union and that's when i started construction school Mm, okay. So I was in the union for four years, worked at the same time. And, um, and that was always, that was a big thing in my heart because of that guy that first day that said, I went to school for That's four years. That's such a blessing in disguise, man. And when you see something like that, um, with that, you know, for his age and that caliber, it sets something, it sets a kind of like a fire in you to, uh, you know, it did. to, want to elevate to want to uh, mm-hmm. be catapulted into you know so i think that's super cool that you got to see that or being that that atmosphere yeah it was inspiring and just going to home depot for the first time and i mean just learning tools i mean it was just like it was just a fun journey you know my first like 10 years just le- everything i'm learning and now you know being able to pass that on and build things as as uh, as an owner is just a whole nother level but um, thankful for taking that step to go into school, um, mm. you know, and all the experience I've had. It's been such a blessing. I love it. Still love it. Uh, yeah. It's just rewarding, right? When you finish, it's like artwork at a different degree. It's you're building something. And um, when you build something new, it's just a blessing um, to know that you're a part of that. Um, even when you're passing it on to a homeowner or whatever the case may be, you always can drive by and say, I was part of that. right? Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. it's always a cool experience and it's a reward to it um and you go home and you feel like man i did something right yeah, when you're proud of it right yeah there's yeah. something tangible you're leaving on the earth and you're just like man i was part of that so it's just i love what we do it's all about your team kind of going back onto the success like what makes you a successful company and when i was talking about how we hire and find our ideal team players mm-hmm. that success has to roll down into our team Right. Mm-hmm. And then even in construction now and going and building things, there's the reward of being part of it. But what were you part of? You're part of mm-hmm. a group of guys, a, yeah. a team or a, or the office administration help, the project managers, the film guy. I mean, it's it's that team camaraderie. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reward as well. And part of the success. It's uh, um, 
being just, you know, in this family that's building something together. So it's not only, oh, I was part of that, but you have these memories of doing it with somebody. Right, the sweat, right. pain, fun, tears, yeah, laughs. Yeah. And when you come back, you remember, you have those memories. That's part of that enjoy the journey, right? Is yeah. the team you're with and who what we built together. So, yeah. yeah, that's cool. It reminds me of just being reminded of certain days if you're working and you have stories, you know, it's nice memories to... To look back on and say, oh, man, remember that one time we yeah, had to, yeah, you yeah. know, overcome this or That's whatever so problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Richie, thanks for uh, sitting down and uh, having this podcast again. Guys, um, we're going to wrap things up and we just want to remind you to um, just uh, uh, subscribe to YouTube. We're going to have it posted up on YouTube and uh, as well as Instagram, I believe. I'm not too Instagram, sure. Instagram, Spotify, <laughs> iTunes. iTunes, yes. Yes, you yeah. can listen or watch. Um, so, yeah, please subscribe. Check us out every Wednesday. Every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Yep, 7 a.m., guys. Uh, guys, we appreciate you guys sitting in. And um, till next time. Till next time. Till next Wednesday. Till next Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Builder of all things. Get on the boat. Get on the boat. <laughs> I come Get on the boat. Get on the boat. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. We ain't never had a lot.